Oh, you let me have it. I was going to. Oh, you did? Yeah. Thanks, babes. You're welcome. Hello, Lammy. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Great, thank you. Normally should move all this before we start, but <laughs> here we are. We've been sitting out here for 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Just getting organised. <laughs> Lots of microphone <laughs> noises. <laughs> we didn't... Uh, Every Friday at five didn't happen last Friday at five, did it? <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah. We've had, a, we've had a lot on. Yeah. It's been a bit going on. What's been going on? <laughs> Fuck. Well, last, when was your kid sick? Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday? So Wednesday night. She was, oh, did I even tell you she was a monster at CrossFit? She yeah. was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you did tell me. I had to step into and the class. And then I got mad at her the next day when you told me. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, she was so naughty and I get quite upset. Like if I'm coaching and then I turn around and she's doing CrossFit Kids with <laughs> Becky and the whole class is waiting for her to get off her fucking ass. I'm like, golly, stand up. <laughs> Mia, get over there. Like the two of them together, God. And then um, – she was sick on the, like, and Becky said, "I've never had Callie like that before. It was yeah. so strange." And we figured out it was because she was sick. Yeah. Like she just didn't. She's like, "I just don't want to. I just don't want to get up." <laughs> no, and she had no <laughs> idea why. And then, yeah, the next day she woke up quite sick. So yeah. Thursday she was sick. Yeah, and she came in Thursday, just locked herself up here in our office yeah. while you worked and stuff. Um, oh, we went on a fun trip to Office Works with her. It was very funny. We, so we, last week we had our contessa game so um i had to go to office works and print out a heap of stuff so i took callie with me because she was off school that day and i was like yeah i'll be the cool auntie and like buy her something with the business card <laughs> and so we did all this printing and then she's like hey candace can i get these texts i was like of course you can no problem <laughs> and she had two packets and i was like they're both the same brand one packet had nine textures and the other one had like 27 textures. I was like, let's just get the small packet. And if you really love it, like maybe we can come back one day and get the big one. Anyway, we got to the counter and the lady scanned it. I nearly fucking fell over. It was $39 <laughs> for fucking nine textures. <laughs> and I'm such a like, don't like confrontations. So I was like, that's no problems. Fine. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> In my head, I was like, fuck now. I owe Amanda $40. I have to tell her that her kid's, I've spoiled her kid. Well, you didn't just say it in your head. We got back to the gym. I had my appointment, got back, and then we were in the car park and Candace brings over all of the things and the child. And she goes, oh, by the way, I owe you $40. And I was like, what for? She's like, oh, I bought her some <laughs> texters. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Like, no, it's fine. Thinking of like a big barrel. <laughs> like it must be a big barrel of texters. Like there must be like a hundred of them. And Callie gets out of the car. No, wait, you you go over to get Callie and you hold up the texters. And I was like, what the fuck? That was $40 for those nine. I was like, you do fucking owe me $40. Jesus Christ. By the way, she got home and she started drawing with them. She's like, mommy, they're not the same color as they look. <laughs> they're fucking glitter or fancy or some, I don't know. It was very funny. <clears throat> that was hilarious. Anyway. That was Thursday. That was Thursday. And then Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning I was I worked early and we had this whole day planned because the Contessa Games, we like to do something different every year. We had a couple of renovation plans for the gym, a couple of things that we were going to do. And I finished coaching, I think, the second class and I got a message from you and it was like, I've got conjunctivitis and tonsillitis. <laughs> I'll see you in 15. I was like, please don't come. Please stay at home. <laughs> no, I wrote, guess who woke up with conjunctivitis and tonsillitis? This guy. I'll see you soon. And then you were like, no, good God, please stay away. 
Yeah, I didn't even talk to you about my eye. It was so bad. I always get – whenever I get sick, I get sick in my right eye. Mm. <laughs> my poor little weak, right eye. It's so weird. Um, and you're like, no, I'll be fine. I was like, please, if we both go down there, it's so much trouble. <laughs> it's like we'll just stay across the room from each other. No, no. No, no, no. So then um, I just stayed at home feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, and I felt bad for saying no, but then I was like, no, we, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't both be sick. Um, so that was Friday. So – what did we do? Oh, yeah. We just like scrapped all the hard things because you weren't going to be here. Got everything set up in the afternoon. Had a couple of um, girls come in to help, which was awesome. And they were like, you'll be fine tomorrow. Wake up. Be fine tomorrow. Not fine tomorrow. Not fine. Not fine. Just sad and crying <laughs> instead. <laughs> Fuck my life. Fuck this. Of all the times to get sick. Oh, and so close to my like I was maybe two weeks good. Yeah. From the last one as well. So brutal. And yeah. I I honestly don't think I get sick often. Like yeah. I haven't been sick in a couple of years, I don't like think. Proper sick. Proper sick, yeah. Where I needed time off. So hopefully this is me this month. Mm. This is me for another Done. few years, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, get it all out of the way. Yeah. Must have just been different bugs flo- floating around. <sighs> but I'm not the only one. I've spoken to several people who have been very sick close together. Like two different things. Yeah. yeah very similar stuff does it feel different to the last it does it's i can't even explain it but it does i still have all the same symptoms sore throat shitty energy Mm. headaches like Mm. all of that stuff but it's just different Mm. last time was worse this one this one's just like shit but bad timing this one (laughs) (laughs) so then we have the contessa games on saturday which is our birthday like our birthdays in march april april um but that's our open and quarter final time so we don't do anything then because there's too much going on we used to yeah it was just hard and <laughs> was everyone was tired yeah um so we moved it to winter which is cool because the weather's usually really great um but you missed or missed part of it because mm. you were so sick I thought i was gonna miss all of it my brief in the morning went like this everyone i'm standing here by myself <laughs> We are a man down today. Let's not fuck this up. <laughs> That's how my brief went in the morning. Nice. I was, yeah, I was a mix of um, feeling sorry for myself. Like, this is my kid's birthday that I'm missing. <laughs> I was a mix of, like, grief mm. and then also, like, guilt. Like, I can't let her do mm. this by herself. Like, she can't She can't do this she by herself. Me. Oh, and then, um, yeah, Jordan and I went and got a coffee and he told me to pull my fuck pull my fucking head in is what he told me to do um and stop feeling sorry for myself and did that help it did and then I felt better and then I got a second wind and ended up able to come down anyway which is good but yeah overall the day was whole day was awesome um everything ran on time everyone was having a good like good great time good time I think yeah yeah and everyone was yeah from what I saw only been here for three if you count the last funny event um yeah everyone was really well behaved where yeah. they needed to be on time and uh i think it's pretty lucky you had lou in that very much so in that she's a member who um no one really wants to fuck with so yeah. she was like telling everyone to get like warm up and get to their lanes and doing yeah. all that side of things for me which was going to be your job so yeah, yeah. that was great <laughs> favorite part of the day um, I think the gymnastics workout yep. was at number two. Um, so we planned it. Thank you to everyone who said that 
we fucked up. We didn't. We planned it so that there, every lane had two different dumbbell weights, but they didn't know that until the workout. Yeah. So one athlete had a 15 for RX, 115, 120, and you could decide who had to snatch what. Um, we, knew we knew how many dumbbells we had and how many people were competing. We've done this a couple of times. Yeah, we've been here. Um, and that was really cool because there were so many people who were like, I can't do that. Like their first response was like, no, I can't do that. And then they fucking did it. And they, like you said, they they held on. Yeah. Some people who said they couldn't did all of it unbroken. Wild. Yeah. So that's my favorite thing, seeing people do stuff they didn't think they could. Yeah. So impressive. Yeah. And then <clears throat> we are on to our, so that was our ninth games. Yeah. Number 10 is going to be a big one. We've already like planned it. It's coming. It's, it's going to be huge. It's going to be. Think like CrossFit Games oh. on the Sunshine Coast. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. With much less elite fitness. <laughs> and much less money. <laughs> yeah. Or, or we're going to have to raise membership prices. Uh, <laughs> Just to cover to that maybe day. Maybe $1,000 a week. <laughs> no, it's going to be um, an extravaganza of cross, CrossFit Contessa, I reckon. It's going to be good. Yeah. Ten years is something to celebrate, though. Absolutely, especially like small business, and especially, especially CrossFit gym small yeah, business. That's absolutely, pretty, pretty big milestone. And because of that, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm taking over the podcast now. This is mine. Uh, it's let's be honest, it's <laughs> been that way for a while. <laughs> it's officially mine today. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you some questions about Ooh. just about. I don't know, the gym and it's been Fun. nine years. Do you have? Do you actually have a list of questions? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. This is the first podcast you've prepped for. I know. <laughs> it's the first thing ever I've prepped for, I think, in my whole life. <laughs> Sarah would be How so proud. How does it feel? Unnecessary, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I'm probably not going to use them, but they're here. Um, all right. Hit me. Hit me. What was the most unexpected but hardest thing about getting this gym off the ground initially? So rewind nine years. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. The most unexpected but hardest. (laughs) I think I thought it would have been way easier to get people in the doors. Interesting. Yeah. So you thought that would be a non-issue. Absolutely. Keep in mind when I opened this, I was 24. Yeah. I was pretty young and not um, as mature as I am now. Not <laughs> oh, as God. knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you believe it? Um, so, I, yeah, I think like I still open the doors when we first, like first day of trade, we opened with 17 people. That's pretty cool. It's, it was good. I was expecting maybe 50. Interesting. Yeah. And then. But I would say that's also. Maybe back then, um, like the old gyms I worked at, that would be a non-issue, like 50 to it. Like we would do a membership close out the last day of the month and get 30 people to sign up Yeah. on a, on like one day. Yeah. So maybe I had those, didn't have their marketing budget yeah. um, or their sales team. But yeah, maybe I just had that in the back of my head, like with my experience in sales and working in gyms, I should be able to do this. And then, I don't know if you remember this, but how long did it take you to break even? Oh, we started by not paying me anything. We had sort of like budgeted um, for my wage to be taken care of or like for us to be okay for three months. Yeah. So it was, it was around, it would have been around three months. Yeah. Until you could take any. 
yeah. thing. Yeah. But expenses would have been lower than one of the staff members' wages yeah. now, like yeah. annual wages. Um, which kind of leads to my next question. What is a common misconception that people have about owning a gym, about you owning a gym? What's the most common thing you hear? Common misconception about owning a gym. I guess that it's like just really fun and easy and you just work out all day maybe. Mm. I don't think too many people say that anymore, but people would often say, especially when it was just me, like, well, what are you going to do now? Now that class is over, what are you going to do? Clean the floors, clean the toilets, <laughs> do some ordering, pay some bills. <laughs> you know, everything that keeps this place open. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it, I would say. Like just thinking that it's just easy. Yeah. I think people think because it's like their hour here is really fun. So they just assume that's what every hour here mm-hmm. and everything that's involved in it is. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. Yeah. And I like the working out all day bit too. Yeah. Um, because you don't like, I mean, we do train, we're very yeah. lucky that we get to train a lot, but yeah. not all day. No, <laughs> we're <It's> working. <laughs> working. <laughs> um, and I think the other thing, other note I had written down, um, the maths that people do about oh, yes. owning the gym. Oh <laughs> yes, of course. Like that. I'm very rich. Yes. Um, cause <laughs> it's pretty rich. easy. And I definitely used to do when I first started CrossFit from the outside looking in, you're like, okay, they've got 50, maybe 60 members. They're paying this much each a month. Holy fuck. That's this much money. They're loaded. They're so rich. Not the case, man. The expenses, yeah. like the little tiny things that add up. And then the big things that you don't even know about, like there's so much yeah. to small business and, I remember I had this conversation with you not that long ago. You were like, you said something like, it was something to do with training. I don't know. You were like, well, this is what you've signed up for. And I was like, I didn't want this. <laughs> I wanted the fun one. I, wa- I, wa- I did not sign up for this. Like, <laughs> and it, it just like, it evolves and evolves. And then you've got um, like staff and you've got like different things that you have to pay for. You didn't even know were a thing. I just wanted to be a trainer and help people. Mm. And then all of a sudden I find myself in this position where I have to know stuff about stuff i have no fucking idea about yeah so yeah yeah that that probably too is just it's a lot yeah and i think like people um see the gym growing for example and they're like oh there's more money coming in but with that more money coming in there's an extra staff member that needs to be put on or an extra clot you know it's just and i didn't understand any of this until we bought south Cadessa south um which no longer exists r.i.p um but yeah it's nuts it was, so many things. It was like um, that for me is like an expensive way to get you trained up to run this gym. <laughs> now she understands. <laughs> she was in a little bit of debt and now she gets it. <laughs> you nailed it, babe. What an expensive lesson <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> and what did we get from it? That struggling fig out the front. <laughs> And a couple of fucking dumbbells. That's all we got. <laughs> if, and if some lessons. <laughs> oh, that doesn't hurt anymore, does it? No, it's great. <laughs> what is something that you do every day or almost every day or every week that you never, ever expected to be part of this job? <laughs> oh. Fuck. I feel like these are trick questions that you know the answer to. No, I don't. I'm just thinking, I was just trying to think of things that people don't see that happen here behind the scenes. Um, 
So if we if we say way back before I started or when I started what I thought it was going to be, I guess because there's yeah, like I've known for a while now, I guess. Like I'm I've like the first 3 4 years it was just like growing rapidly and I had to like implement things that I didn't know about, but then I'm still implementing things, but uh, that I didn't know about, but it's definitely leveled out. But if we say me now doing stuff daily that I didn't know I'd be doing um, or every week that I'd be doing back then, I didn't even know what zero was. Mm. Like having to reconcile <laughs> basically admin. Like I always just thought like my ad- my admin back then was just trying to figure out how to get more members through the door. Yeah. Like it was just all about um, social media and marketing and all that sort of stuff and just trying to get referrals and – but now we don't do much of that because people are so great here and they love their experience. So they sort of do it for us, which is awesome. Mm. And we don't want too many people joining at one time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, figuring out um, what we spent money on and what we need to spend money on. $40 texters. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you really blew out the budget this month. <laughs> um. What's your favorite part of your current job? I feel weird calling it a job because it's like child, your life. Yeah, <laughs> a job. Uh, favorite part? Like I feel like having you in the position that you're in, and then watching you do what you do. It's like watching you with the staff, or watching our trainers with the members. I'm like a grandparent. <laughs> yeah if that makes sense yeah. so it makes me really proud that I use I used to have to do everything and now I've got this awesome team that helps me do all of those things and like watching as infuriating as um Sarah's um what's it her celebrations are <laughs> I thought there was a mouse in here the other day <laughs> one of her clients good job oh. was Heather what'd she get her first pull up first pull up yeah epic such a huge huge achievement um I wasn't here but I saw the video yeah and I was coaching in the next room and I actually stopped and walked around the corner because I thought they'd found a dead mouse or like they were screaming so loud (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's so cool that I now have resources to be able to help more people without being there if that makes sense yeah like because of this place, more people can get more help, which mm-hmm. is cool. Which you can only do so much when you're by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. And then what's your, did you actually know, did you struggle with that initially? Like that having to hand over the reins a little bit? Absolutely. It was pretty, I think, yes, yes. But also when I had Callie, I had Jo mm. and she was, she was doing CrossFit for, and I learned everything of her. So that was like kind of easy. Mm. And then going from her, it was kind of like a transition between you to her. And I trusted you and knew you and we were really, really close. So like yes and no, but only – it was all ego. Like you just had to go, oh, they don't need me. Yeah, They just need someone to help them. Yeah. So that like I think it was never hard from the – person that was or the people that were helping it was just always hard for me yeah Yeah. my feelings they don't need me (laughs) 
That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool though. I think, and I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like a lot of gym owners struggle with that, like that yeah. letting go a little bit and letting someone else kind of step in and help. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't remember if it was one of my business mentors or probably Jordo said to me, like, it's always going to be yours. Mm. Like no one can take that away from you. Like you start, you created that, you did that. It's, you're okay. You don't have to be defensive or mm. like, yeah. So that was very helpful and true. So. Yeah. And do you still struggle with that now? No, no, no. Oh, like on the weekend was shit. Like, yeah. I've, you know, been here for every birthday and wanted to be here and wanted to feel a part of it. Um, but no, not like that. I just, yeah, proud is what I feel of that now, being yeah. able to help more people. What is your least favorite part of your job, your life? <laughs> it's always been the same answer. It's just when people leave, whether it's members or staff members, mm. it hurts. I'm a very emotionally charged person mm, really what <laughs> and when people leave whether it's because they've made that decision to leave because they want to go try something else or they leave the country hannah fuck you um <laughs> quinn fuck you <laughs> yeah quinny this is really about you um yeah i'm a very loyal and like loving person mm. so if i love you i want you to stay forever yeah so that's always been the hardest just relationships changing yeah Yeah. um do you feel the same way about members who leave it used to be a lot worse but i think that was because i was a lot more on the floor yeah so it was a lot it was was just just, yours yeah it was me and people just knew me i Mm -hmm. guess um but yeah especially after covid fucking damaged everyone i feel like it um made me want to not not step back but just know that there's this is uh, like this may not be here forever and like I intend for it to be but um, I need to you know protect myself and my family and yeah. all that sort of stuff in my myself um, so yeah I think I pulled back a little bit emotionally yeah that. yeah you almost <clears throat> had to because yeah. we didn't know what was what gonna was gonna happen, happen. yeah, yeah. It feels like a movie thinking about that yeah. time, don't you reckon? Like, Absolutely. I've like almost blocked it out of my mind, but every now and then like we'll talk about something and I'm like, holy fuck, yes, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Like I remember coming, because we live quite close to each other, coming to your house and sitting on the front deck and being like, what do we do? Yeah. Like, do we just go and find another job now? Like yeah. what happens? Yeah. So Crazy. messed up. I think I cried every second day when you came over. Yeah. <laughs> so many, so much crying. And it took me, it took me a while to come back. If, I don't know if you remember. Yeah. Like, it took me a while to like want to see people again. I just yeah. felt like I'd just cry if I saw members. Yeah. Wild. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to sneak in at nighttime to train yes. still? We weren't allowed to. <laughs> and there was just shit all over the floor from <laughs> South. There's just equipment and shit everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice all the way back at the start, what would it be? That's a good one. Um, I guess something along the lines of, you know, ask for help. Don't be scared to ask for help. Um, trust trust it with other people like it's it's not rocket science you know people can help Mm. um and it's not what it's not what you think it's going to be babes (laughs) 
<laughs> Whatever you, you think not, it is, it's not yeah. that. <laughs> you are not working out all day and you are not rich. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, did you struggle asking for help at the start? Yeah, I just didn't really have anyone. Mm. Like it was pretty hard because I had grown up in a small town and then where I moved was only half an hour from that small town. And then when I moved here, it was three hours away to open it. I didn't really know anyone and have like my mate lived in Caloundra and she would come up every now and then, but I didn't really have anyone or know anyone. And yeah, I just felt like I was so far away from home and everyone I knew and didn't really have anyone to talk to. Yeah. It's very lonely. Yeah. And um, members won't know this unless they were here back then. A couple of them might remember, but you coached all of the classes for a really all long time. Yeah. Yeah. 5.30 a.m. Mm. Every day. And then the nighttime. And, and then, then 6.30 p.m. the next day. Oh, and then we would stand, me and the members would stand outside talking till fucking 8.30 at night. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> so tired. So late. <laughs> She's so late. Pre-kid though, so. Yeah. Had a lot more energy. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> um, what's something that you wish people knew before they step through the doors here as a new member, a potential new member? What a great question. I just wish everyone knew that they can do it and they could and they could. They just have to just stick it out for a little bit, try it and not worry about what anyone else is doing or what anyone else thinks because everyone's just pumped to have someone else next to them training hard. You just got to do your best and you like you can get better. <laughs> you will get fitter. You just got to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Just keep showing up. What would you say to another gym owner who is starting out or is very new? Reach out to another affiliate owner that is maybe close to you or maybe not. If you've seen them online or whatever and ask them questions. If they are good and confident with what they do, they will be very willing to share. And they will share with you the mistakes that they've made so you don't have to. Do you feel like you've had that? <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah, I had one only a couple of weeks ago and I wrote her a list, list of like 20 things because she just asked like, do you have any advice? I was like, bitch, sit down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> <laughs> sit the fuck down. She was from the States and I wrote her like a dot point That's of like awesome. 20 things. She was like, thank you so much. <laughs> Did you get that from anyone? Always Joe. Yeah. Like I always just sort of lent on Joe because she had 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 an affiliate for a while, um, and then even afterwards, like after she had sold and moved up here, obviously she still knew all the lessons. So I, I lent on her a lot, asked her lots of questions. Um, trying to think back then if there was anyone else. I feel like there was. Yeah, I like I made myself known. I went to a couple of different affiliates. Coastal was one of them. Mm. Um, Cog was another one. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Christy. And stables. I went and trained at the CrossFit stables. So I did have some questions for – and then, I don't know, maybe it's harder for people that are older. I just always felt comfortable because a lot of the affiliate owners were like well into their twen- – uh, like well into their 30s and I was mid, a mid-20-year-old woman. So I always felt pretty comfortable to ask. Asking questions and yep. asking, yeah. Asking for advice. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I did a lot. And did you find back then that people were pretty forthcoming with that? Uh, yeah. No, no one really ever – no, I had no issues. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Um, last question I have for you. I don't know if you'll have an answer. I've got your answer, but we'll see what you <laughs> What's been your biggest coaching fail? Oh, fuck. Oh, is it when I was drunk? Yeah. <laughs> it was when I was... Okay, fine. We'll tell that story. Because <laughs> it's very funny. It is very funny. And I think of it often. Ah, <sighs> Jess Smith. <laughs> don't think you listen to the podcast, babes, but if anyone remembers Jess, Kiwi Jess. It was when I... I was in my first 12 months, I think, of owning the gym. Um, and it was the first person who invited me. All I wanted was friends. And the members didn't see me as friends when I first opened. And I had members that were like no kids and younger and did stuff. I was like, finally, someone's asked me to go out and do stuff. And she did. And we went out with, I think, two other members. And I got so drunk, <laughs> so blind. The next, it was on a school night. The next morning, <laughs> my alarm went off for class and I looked at my alarm and then I went, fuck no. And I, <laughs> I ain't going. I turned it off. <laughs> I turned it off and rolled over and went back to sleep. That's so good. I didn't even message the members <laughs> that were going to be here. I was 24, okay, of maybe 25. I'm not judging. I'm just laughing. It's, that was pr- That's funny. definitely my biggest coaching fail. I, I think I offered them all. There was like maybe seven members that rocked up for that class. <laughs> and I think I gave them all a free week to say yeah. sorry because I felt so terrible. <laughs> I wonder if Trishy was here then. I wonder if she remembers. I definitely didn't tell them why. I just yeah. said I slept through my alarm or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely did not tell them I woke up and saw the alarm and went, fuck <laughs> that. Meanwhile, she hadn't drank for like probably two years at this point. So good. But I had a friend. (laughs) But I remember that night I was crying. I just want to go home. Like I was that drunk. I was like, I just want to go home and go to bed. And this is why she doesn't drink still. (laughs) Very funny. Very good. Thank you for letting me take over my podcast today. That was very fun. Thank you, Candice. And I'm excited to hopefully be sitting here with... Imagine another 10 years. Jesus, how it will be. I'll be 43. Yeah. Jesus. Same babes. We're the same age. I'll be 43 too. Yeah. That'd be cool. Imagine yeah, it would still, be cool. Still doing this at 43. Like I don't know what else we'll be doing. Well, I won't be doing anything else. Yeah. You, like, you're qualified to look at vaginas and other things, but yeah, but we'll still be doing this. Yeah, we'll be, be here. Episode 1000. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day. (laughs) I used to do it all on my own. 5.30 a.m. All right, babes. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.